I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hello and welcome back to Happy Healthy Homo episode 7. Episode 7. I have lost count so I'm glad you're oh, keeping no. count. One of my favourite podcasts, they list the, the episode number and they're like, well, I can't believe we're on episode 200 and I'm like, oh my gosh, imagine doing 200 episodes. Yeah, that's a long time. That is a long time. Well, we're not there yet. We're not we're even not in double yet. digits. No. Well, I mean, if this continues to go as well and grows and grows and grows as it has been doing... We might even be able to go to two episodes a week or something. Oof. You never know. You never know. You I never mean, know. do you want a double helping of Keegan and Joel? I'm Keegan, by the way. Oh, I'm Joel. Yeah. And we're a couple. Uh, a couple. A couple. <laughs> a gay couple. A gay couple. Yeah. I had one on a vlog on my personal YouTube channel was saying, like, it was they must have just watched one video and they're like, I can't tell if you guys are friends or a couple. And I'm like, how can you not tell that? It's because we're, su- we're busy mates. Bezies. Aren't we? Yeah. Someone someone actually emailed in, didn't they, and asked about the difference between being a boyfriend and a spouse and a partner. Oh, yeah. Um, see, I, I prefer boyfriend mm. because it takes away the ambiguity of partner. partner. Yeah. Because whenever I hear someone partner, I go, gay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Some guys find that really immature, though, don't they? We've yeah, had people go, that's so, like, as if you're a teenager. Yeah, but also, uh, maybe I want to reclaim my youth. So yeah, exactly. Let me, let me, I did, couldn't have a boyfriend when I was a teenager. Yeah, yeah, we watched all our straight female friends get boyfriends going, I wish I had a boyfriend. Yeah, now I do have a boyfriend. Yeah, and same. Obviously. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Not me. <Yeah. laughs> uh, well, today's episode, we wanted... Like lots of our episodes address quite heavy topics yeah. and we tried to bring some lightness to them and hopefully we succeed in that. But today's episode is just all about the things we love about being gay. Being a big old, old bender. A homo. Wow. <laughs> well, there are some people as well that have gotten really offended by our name, Happy Healthy Homo. And they tend to be American older generation who go homo was used as a, like a slur. Yeah. And it's really upsetting. I personally view it as like a reclamation of like yeah people use homo in a negative negative way and yeah. we're we're taking that and going 
it's not a it's not an insult to be a homosexual. Yeah, I think yeah, there's a level of reclamation there. You know, like you were in a podcast called Four Puffs, yeah, uh, and a podcast. Mm -hmm. You know, you just said Bender there. Yeah, I, you know, I would make jokes about that. Maybe it's self-deprecation a little bit, but I think you know, there's a certain element of reclaiming those words. One yeah. word that I never say, yeah, and I don't, and I'm going to say it now is is the f word faggot okay yeah and the reason that i don't think that we can reclaim that mm. is because all this is my own personal view you might disagree or you know all the historical homophobic hate crimes mm. you know the uh matthew shepherd in the states the, the 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 big ones where people have been like either killed or yeah. like maimed mm. they're all chanted that word okay yeah and it's I just don't. I, for me, I don't feel that that can yeah. be reclaimed. Uh, but I also, I like personally, yeah. I feel a little bit ooh, about queer because yeah. I always thought you know queer means strange, and if I'm queer, does that, that mean I'm strange? But I also mm. appreciate that some people want to use that as well, and that's their prerogative. Yeah. So whatever. But yeah, we're just uh, yeah. reclaiming. We're, we're just reclaiming it, aren't we? Exactly. And also, I am a homosexual. Yeah, like I am a homosexual. Yeah. Whether you know, I don't like it on, or I do. I, that is what I am. Yeah, that is what I identify exactly. as. So. Well, most people have said they absolutely love the name. Yeah. So it's just those select few that have found it like a bit jarring. So in in line with this episode, one of yeah. the things that I love about being gay is being able to call myself lots of names. Yeah, <laughs> loads of different <laughs> slurs that are now not slurs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> except for one. <laughs> but yeah, that will be another interesting topic to address at some stage. Is like what do we personally find offensive and what don't language. we language language and you are a linguist and i am a linguist i love words i love joel has got a degree in linguistics there you go so the first thing that we've written down we've got our notes on our laptop here that um <laughs> because we actually couldn't remember we couldn't remember <laughs> no there's a whole list of them and yeah. some are a bit more deeper than others this is a bit more of a deep one but i think we both really love this is that just by being gay we are part of like a global political movement like mm. automatically we're welcomed into this movement of going i'm trying to change society for the better because there are still lots of homophobic people beliefs out oh, there some countries. more cultures countries yeah definitely and it, even if it's just in the western world where it's a bit more accepted and it's like walking down the street holding your boyfriend's hand or whether it's literally being a peter tatchell in russia holding up a sign that says being gay is okay and getting punched for it no matter what it is it's all being involved in this political movement yeah. and i would love to be peter tatchell i want to be as brave as him yeah. uh, and i'm not i'm a wuss but i'm like i would love to go on a protest and be involved with stuff he does but i'm a wuss we you can do but and you do we, we do subscribe to his email it's true and i did interview him on my last podcast i interviewed him and he was just so inspiring but it did leave me feeling a bit ashamed of myself to be honest because i'm yeah. like i could be doing so much more and i'm not and there he is putting robert mugabe under citizen's arrest and getting punched by his security and what am i doing just sipping a little flat white in starbucks well i think <laughs> you're also putting someone on a pedestal there yeah. and you shouldn't do that because you know, we all have the same traits. We exemplify them in different ways. Mm. But I think what you've what you've actually said there might be, people might be a little bit oh, but being gay in and of itself is political yeah. because we are a marginalised part of society. And we, you can often, when you first come out, 
go, I don't want to be involved in that political movement. Yeah. But I don't know about you, but I've grown to love that part. Yeah. But you also don't have a choice. Mm. There are rules and laws that have been made against you, you know, whether it's Section 28, whether mm -hmm. you lived through it being illegal to be to be gay. Um, you know, there's even the Workplace Act where you can't mm -hmm. fi fire someone for being gay. And that might not be the case now, but all those lo laws can be repealed. Yeah. Right? If a government wanted to do that, they can do that. Mm. And so by being gay, you are political mm -hmm. yeah. whether you like whether you are actively political or not yeah. you are part of a political movement yeah um however you are and i know there's a lot of um con not controversy but there's a lot of um what's the word that i'm looking for like people at loggerheads yeah um uh, like arguing let's yeah. go with arguing about people who are gay and conservative or republican or yeah. on the right and people who are gay or on the left mm -hmm. and that you like you can be whatever you want to be yeah. but you are but being gay in and of itself is a political thing yeah so yeah i'm i'm really glad that that we that we're part of that and i think yeah. something that ties in with that is that i love that i am part of a community and i know we have uh, we've got issues within the gay community yeah. i know that we, that's probably what this podcast is mainly about right yeah. but i love that when you go to another country or another place and you can see a bar that's got a gay yeah. flag outside of it and you go do you know what i'm gonna go in there yeah. and i'm with my people yeah like i i've i remember going to my first pride which was manchester pride mm -hmm. and i also remember when i went to um new york pride just crying yeah. At the at the at the parade, mm -hmm. you know, obviously the protest element of it, but uh, not only were there my people, yeah, who people who I can empathise with on some level, mm -hmm. but also the amount of support and yeah. love that was there from families, mm -hmm. people who were straight, yeah, and it just made me feel really accepted and really part of something, and I love. I mean, I'm wearing rainbow stuff yeah. now, you know. I, I, I just think it's such a cool, th it's like a club yeah. that we get to be a part of. Oh, and definitely. I really love that. Me too. Like that exact thing when you go abroad and you could, there's always a gay bar or a gay friendly cafe or something where you just feel welcomed. And it reminds me, I think it was with a viewer. I had a, a chat with someone who was like, I just don't get the whole gay flag thing. Why do we need to fly like, gay flags? Why do businesses put it out? And they weren't talking about like at Pride Month where every business under yeah. the sun capitalizes on it. But they were talking about like why some bars and cafes do that and da 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 da. And I tried to explain to them and they ended up changing their mind and going, oh wow, I had no idea. Like this has completely changed my perspective. Because I was like, well, it just makes you feel accepted as, as a minority who does kind of always feel a little bit in danger because you never know who's yeah. on your side and who's not. It's when you see a gay space. flag, yeah, you're like, oh, I'm I'm welcome here. I'm not going to get chucked out if I was here with my boyfriend or if, and again, that could be illegal in, in like our, our country, but it, you still hear of it happening where I saw, yeah. and again, it comes back to the barbers. I saw a TikTok of a gay man like, slagging off a North London barbers because he'd just been kicked out because he acknowledged he was gay and this Turkish barber was like, get out of my shop. Really? So it still happens. Yeah. And so when you see a gay flag, no matter where it is, you're like, oh, I, I'm actually safe here. I'm welcome here. Yeah. And I love that about that, about us, about our community is yeah. that we have a symbol and a flag that 
basically to me means safety it yeah. can mean lots of things to different people but to me i go oh i'm safe here i also i'm a big like i wear rainbow maybe i mean this is quite rainbow yeah but you know i've got an, uh, an adidas jacket aren't I, that you always yeah. try to nick it's got like a rainbow it's quite subtle yeah and i just think that that's a really cool way of letting people know that you're either gay or i'm sure yeah. there's people who are not gay who wear them but it's like I'm I'm part yeah. of the crew, yeah, uh, and it's the little and and because sometimes, like you said, people cannot feel, yeah. and I know that I'm six foot five, yeah. And I appreciate that sometimes people might look at me and go, "Terrifying!" Mm. Oh, I'm terrified. Uh, <laughs> whether that's in the street in general, mm -hmm. in you know wherever they might meet me, yeah, and your resting bitch face, yeah, and I do have a resting bitch face. I, I know <laughs> that, so I I'm like. I'm on your side, bro. Yeah, I'm oh, definitely. Of, I'm, I'm one of the rainbow mandem. And even I've been the same with liking subtle hints of the rainbow flag on clothing, whether it's socks or yeah, on a hoodie or something or a little thing on a t-shirt. And even it's pathetic activism, I know. I know some people be like, Joel. But I've had to tell myself, for example, when I go to the gym. I don't think you can, it's not pathetic Well, activism. I feel like it's pathetic. I feel uh, uh, like trolls all, are going to be like. Be, well, we can't all be Peter Thatcher. I know. We can't. And, you know, you've got to do what you're comfortable with. And something is always better than nothing. It is. So, and I've had to tell myself that, for example, I've got these white socks that have a rainbow stripe around them. And I've put them on out on autopilot, not for any reason, when I go to the gym. And I've looked down and gone, oh, no. Like, because if I'm in the gym, people might stare at me. People might, like, discriminate against me. And then I've gone, no, this is my form of activism where I'm going... Yeah, and that's why I say pathetic. Some people might go, it's just a rainbow song. No one's going to care. And that's probably true. Yeah. But to me, there is still that element of going, oh, this is revealing something about me to people. To strangers. To strangers. And it's my form of activism to go, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to keep them on. And I'm going to go about and just do my workout. Or I'm going to go to the shops. And I'm not going to care what people think. Yeah. And like that's my own little version of activism. Yeah. But I mean, it isn't as, as big as other people's, but... Anyway, um, so you said this one, actually, being a part of a different branch of history. Do you want to expand on that? Yeah, well, I, I, these are all quite big ones, aren't they? But yeah, we'll get on to some, like, different ones. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm a big history buff, as we've, if you've watched this podcast, you'll have heard me talk mm -hmm. about. But I, when I first came out, I learned about the Stonewall riots, and mm -hmm. I learned about the gay liberation movement, and I learned about the first Pride, and historical figures like Alan Turing, Oscar Wilde. Like yeah. I was oblivious to that yeah. growing up because I feel like it's been white. You know, James the First being straight gay. washed, it's straight washed. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I love that I am part of. Again, it's a, I suppose it's about. Mm. As human beings, we're always looking for acceptance, aren't we? So yeah. whether it's been in a bar with mm -hmm. a, a gay flag or whether it's been a part of history mm -hmm. of movers and shakers, yeah. people who have moved society. Moved and shaked. Society forward. And yeah. granted, I'm not, I, I, you know, I've not done that and I've not, but I feel like I'm part of that and yeah. they're my people. So I'm like, yeah. yeah. Uh, and the driving force of going, well, I want to be remembered in history, if, I, if at all, for something good in the gay community rather than just well yeah i think just i think just having our own level of history that is an important part of world history mm. that is sometimes overlooked and even if that history is more local like you don't have to be for example have a podcast to 
hopefully, if someone stumbles across this RBP, in a hundred years, RBP attached or you know no. that has moved things forward. Like we can't all be that no. person, but as a collective, like your we, family and friends could remember you as going, "Oh, my uncle came out, was unapologetic about his sexuality, yeah. lived a really happy, healthy life, and." I love him for that. That's how you move. That's how society moves forward yeah. and progresses. Mm. So I think being part of uh, being being a a, a a byproduct of that, mm-hmm. and also, you know, again being in the cycle of, of moving things forward. Yeah, that's that's, so that's what I think. Mm-hmm. Well, my actual favorite thing about being gay, above all of that, is the fact that I can leave the toilet seat up, and it doesn't matter because <laughs> yeah. you're not a woman and you don't sit down for a wee. Yeah, I um, yeah, I don't even we 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 don't even think about that. No, it's not even a thing because I went from living with my housemate who's a girl, and that was a thing where like I'd was have to it? make sure. Yeah, and he- ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row, dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I love that there's no hair in the shower. I mean, you might have that if you were a gay man with long hair, but I was fed up of, you know, all the hair in the in the plugs plug sink hole thing. Sorry, Lucy, if you're watching this. Uh you don't get hair clogging with... up the hoover. Yeah. Cuh, with the hairs. That girls shed a lot of hair. Yeah. And also when you're in bed, if you have a spoon, yeah. Like, pff, pff, yeah. Get the hair in the face. I just have your back hair instead. Uh, oh. I'm joking. <laughs> I, wa- I wax my back. I know. Imagine if your hair was that long on your back, though. That it was like, oh, <laughs> gross. <laughs> uh. Do you know what I love? Camp things. Yeah, camp things. And I, I want to talk about this word camp because people okay. get camp and effeminate, and they mm-hmm. conflate them. And yeah. that's not. They're not the same thing. Yeah, something can be camp and effeminate, but camp is like bold you, the thing is you can't have an eff, an effeminate inanimate object right no. but you can have camp like that yellow object. sofa is borderline camp borderline camp camp um you know camp <laughs> not camp camp let's but, point at things but, in the room but, but you can you can have a camp top you can yeah. act camp as in being overly dramatic i say yeah. to my kids all well not so much anymore but when they used to when <laughs> kind of dad i am when they used to fall and graze the knee get up stop being camp yeah um but i don't mean stop being camp as in stop being effeminate i mean stop being dramatic dramatic yeah you know we love the drama we love you know we do love drama and we do love um you know you can have a lamp that's camping you can have um stuff in the house that's like i have a um in our house we have a a pink flamingo neon light 
camp. Love it. Flamingos yeah. are inherently camp. Yeah. Swans are also camp. And you're so right. That is a different... I think that's what I'm like. I think I am a camp person, but I'm not effeminate. And I think that's where I slotted into the middle where some people go, I knew you were gay from the moment you opened your mouth. Other people go, I had no idea you were gay. Mm. And then those other first people go, how could you not tell? Or whatever. But I think I'm in the middle. And I think that's because I, I've i been quite camp and can be camp. But I'm not effeminate in that I don't have like lots of feminine physical traits or or things like that. Not Again, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But I'm just saying it's interesting. Yeah, um, distinguishing between the two, that's probably... And that's something that we can, what I like about being gay yeah. is language. Language. So, like, you know, we call, not everybody does it, but calling people she, oh, here she is. Yeah. She's, do you want to explain this for, just for my mum? Because my mum said to me, why did Keegan call you she in one of the vlogs? And like, and I actually didn't know the history of it. I was like, well, I don't know. I just know it from like drag queen culture and I don't, but you know the real reason. So well, it's, orig say? it's originally derived from Polari, which mm -hmm. is essentially a secret language that was created by gay people. And it has all sorts of different languages, words in, backslang, all sorts. Yeah. And, it's, uh, and it was created so that they could safely communicate with each other at in, a time when in, being gay was illegal. In public, so yeah. that they could talk to each other um, about their lives and what was going on in a pub or a cafe or wherever mm -hmm. where people might be yeah. earwigging um, and they so they could talk openly. So rather, when they were talking about men, they would say she, because if you were saying that you slept with him, yeah. then obviously you're giving the game away yeah. that you're gay. So they go, oh, I saw her last night and she did this. And yeah. so that's where the she comes from yeah. when we're talking about men. Yeah. But then there's, there's other things that are in common part, like, you know, when people say put the slap on for yeah. the makeup, yeah. that's, uh, yeah, I learned about this in my linguistics degree. I think the word bevy for a drink, people think it comes from beverage, but it's actually Polari. Is it? Yeah, apparently. And there you go. So there you go. That's so I, 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 because again, I that's camp. Oh, here she comes. Here she comes. She's swishing up and down like I, I, I and that level of camaraderie where you can kind of. Not, I'm, I'm not getting into all the kind of shade and all that kind of jazz because if that's not your thing, but just mm. I, I do think you know I, being a bit OTT sometimes it's fun. Yeah, it's, it's fun. fun. It's camp. Yeah, exactly. We they, love. We're it. using a word to describe a word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I love the fact that we have so many gay icons, and really, all the gay icons are are strong, powerful, famous women. <laughs> But I love it. Yeah, everybody. It's it's interesting, isn't it? Why gay men can uh, like take on women? I suppose it's because yeah. there's that sense of you against the patriarchy. Yeah. Um, you know whether it's That's true. Then th there's always some element of sorrow. Like yeah, people have Kylie as a gay icon. It's like she can't hold her down a relationship. Yeah, exactly. Um, so there's always seems to be either some level of sorrow or yeah reclamation of something uh -huh. um my favorite gay icons because lots of people talk about you know kylie and Cher, and like more recently maybe i don't know is ariana grande one maybe for the baby gay she would be but um mine tend to be the comedy powerful women who are borderline some people hate them some people love them the kim woodburns the Gemma collins like they have iconic phraseology 
and I absolutely love it. Phraseology. Moira Rose. She's a gay icon, even though she's a fictional character. Yeah. Icon. Yeah, I liked... Have you seen the documentary for uh, Shit's Creek where yeah. there was a night of a thousand Moiras? Yeah, so good. <laughs> if I if love you her. could have a night of a thousand you yeah. and there are different costumes, you're a gay icon. What's her name again? Catherine... O'Hara. O'Hara. I was thinking O'Ryan. I was like, it's not O'Ryan. Catherine O'Hara. No, that's Catherine Ryan, Amazing. who was a comedian. Oh, yes. She's she probably is a gay icon, but I don't know much Canadian about her. Canadian comedian. Ooh, yeah. That's, I've never said that before. <laughs> Canadian, Canadian comedian. Comedian. <laughs> Com- comedian. Um, I like, you know what? Even what we just spoke about there, mm-hmm. you know, different women. I love that we're part of, I'm maybe being a bit, on the nose here, but a diverse community. Yeah. Of <clears throat> you look at people who take an example of going to a pride yeah. festival mm-hmm. parade p- uh, protest. However, you you know they're all three mm-hmm. that you can see. You know, uh, a family like a, a gay family. Mm-hmm. You can see people who are doing. You know, different skin colors, different religions, different races, different backgrounds, mm-hmm. and we all come together to for the for the greater good mm. of you know progression and moving society forward. That level of you know diversity and inc- mm. and I think that helps us all have a level of empathy for others. Yeah, you know, for other people in society, you know, you can yeah. look at racism misogyny you can look at other people who've kind of been under the thumb yeah of oppression wherever it's come from and you have a an inbuilt level of empathy Mm. i remember in the changing rooms um when i first came out one of my best friends is is black and they they, we, we we people would make there would be banter about mm. uh, like he, he always had some cocoa butter on the side for and rub it on his skin and everything mm. and you know people like making jokes about stereotypes or me I might have I don't know moisturize I mean mm. everybody moisturizes now but I'm just and I would say uh, and, and we were thick as thieves anyway but I'd say blacks and gays stick together which mm. historically they have done yeah um, and I think just having a level of understanding of being part of a minority group, mm. I think it just gives us a level of empathy that sometimes other people don't have. And I'm really yeah. proud of that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. See, I always think of the negative. I'm like, well, not all gays, based, especially based on some of the criticisms we get. I'm like, yeah, but that's... The infighting. That's one thing. But that's something I don't like about being gay. So I'm not going to touch that because this episode is about positivity and light and happiness. Yeah. So, um, no, you're right. I think, yeah, when you've been through a struggle, no matter what that struggle is, you then have empathy a bit more for someone who is also going through a struggle. Yeah. I suppose not to say that, for example, straight people wouldn't be able to empathize with people as of much. Course. But, yeah, I agree with that. I like that. Yeah. One thing that I think is really good, as someone I've got, a few female friends, shock. Um, they have so much pressure, especially at our age now, where they're in their thirties. The pressure to find a partner, get married, have kids. Settle down. I've only realised that whilst I think I I want those things necessarily. Well, I've I've got your kids. I've inherited your children, and I'm happy with that. <laughs> not to shock you. This is just a personal gut note, guys. I don't want kids. Just to reassure you, like we're not going to have more children. Yeah. 
Is this for the podcast? Yeah. I know that. Yeah, okay, cool. Just just reassuring you. Uh, <laughs> I'm not having more kids. I know. That's what I was reassuring. It's called comedy, Keegan. Thank you. Keep up. Um, right. <laughs> Comedy's usually funny, though. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, I've never had that pressure. But I, I would like those things. But it's been nice that no one's ever pressured me to be like, so when are you getting married? Okay, all oh, time's ticking. When are you going to have kids? When are you going to do this? And it's really nice that as gay men... We don't have that pressure. Well, there's no rules, is there? No. There's no right, uh, uh, or there shouldn't be. There's no right, you don't fit into the rest of society in that sense of do this, get married, have kids, blah, 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 um, and then have grandkids, and then Mm. you you, you can do whatever you want. You can have kids, you don't have to have kids. You you know, you can live a a whatever life you want. There's there's no right or wrong way. Mm. and I suppose that's what we're talking about. We shouldn't feel pressurized into there being a right or wrong way. Yeah. But it's, yeah, I I think that's, it's really nice to be able to take away that. Pre- There's always going to be a level of pressure, but I suppose it, it, to do something or act a certain way. But, you know, I think the level of pressure that women, you know, straight women do have to get married and have, yeah. and it is on the women more than, yeah. you know, men, you know, we still have that thing of, yeah. you know, straight men can go around, they can play the yeah. field and then, they're doing women a favour by settling down, yeah. which is preposterous. I know. And that women, you know, you should get yourself tied down and have kids. And yeah. Um, So, yeah, we don't have that pressure. And we don't have the pressure to conform to a mm-hmm. particular way no. of life, which is great. Yeah, it is good. Maybe that will change. Maybe in 50, 100 years, there will be a homonormative <laughs> narrative. So we're lucky that we're in a stage where there actually isn't really a narrative yet. Mm. and that we we are able to do what we do. But I wonder what the gay community will be like in 100 years. Well, I feel like those societal pressures are getting less, I Mm. think. I think so. I think so. Even for the straight community, even now it is less shocking if you're a 35-year-old woman who's single. There's less millennials who are having kids. They're talking about the impact that that's going to have on the population and the workforce Mm. and things like that. So, you know, hopefully my kids won't feel... Because I felt that pressure, obviously, like, before I was out, mm. like I was, I felt that pressure. Yeah, that you were supposed to grow up and do this, this, and this. Mm. Um, but hopefully, I, my kids won't will mm. experience that. Yeah, that's no, true. Anything else you like about being gay, Joe? <sighs> I just like having a really hot boyfriend. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So thanks. Sharing shoes. Sharing shoes. Well, we've got. I'm size eleven. Keegan size. 12. 12. So, yeah, we can sort of some, share. Some shoes. Yeah. We can't share clothes, but some people no. can. Yeah. If I'm wearing a baggy t-shirt, I could... Well, you can't wear mine, but I yeah. could wear yours. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Simple. Simple. Well, that's it, guys. Uh, Keegan, what do you want to recommend to our viewers this week? Um, I've just finished a book called The Infinite Game uh, by a guy called Simon Sinek. Oh, I've watched his TED Talk. Well, one of them. Yeah. He's so good. he's got the most viewed TED Talk ever and he's written a few books and I, to be honest with you i've not read any of the other ones mm. um but I, I was recommended this one and i just thought it was it was really good it's talking about like long-term thinking and impacting culture like okay. whether it's at home at mm-hmm. work uh and i think you know as em- as when we're employees we can say that the onus is on work to make culture a certain way which it is but it's also on us as well and Mm. i I just thought it was a really interesting take on expanding your vision and 
what you want from life and yeah i would i would recommend yeah. it and it wasn't it didn't take long to read either it wasn't a big okay. book quite a large print yeah well, that's good so that's why I, yeah. I that's my recommendation yeah very okay. different to chamomile tea last episode very different <laughs> uh well i might give it a read since as as you finished it yeah. if you recommend it although it takes me a lot longer to read than you i think oh, you, you power through I, I, also you audiobook a lot of books um, i don't audiobook i I'm a real reader. I do audio. <laughs> I did a bit of audio book in that one. And yeah, a bit of real reading. Yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, either way, however, whatever tickles you pickle, read yeah. it, audio book it. Yeah, exactly. Well, thank you so much for watching, guys. If you enjoyed, please give the video a like if you're on YouTube and rate us five stars if you're listening to us on the podcast platform. Yeah, and let us know what you love about being gay as well, because. Yeah. You know, we, we've probably missed things off there. Probably. I think <laughs> definitely. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and if you want to get in touch with us, drop us an email at happy, hello at happyhealthyhomo.com. Yeah. Follow us on socials. It's yeah. Happy Healthy Homo. Mm -hmm. And um, tune in and watch us next week. Yeah. See you next week, guys. Cheers. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.